What's up, muggles? Welcome to another daily science report. I'm just going to send a few invites out real quick, and then we're going to get the show rolling. We're going into mushroom science today. One of my favorite, most interesting topics ever. Um, highly unexplored. I've got a huge collection of amazing articles to read you guys. Um, and without any further ado, I'm just going to bust into the first article. We're going to start knocking them out. And there's a lot of really cool stuff going on here. Uh, Beta-glucans are actually something I was interested in. I forgot what, uh, I'm sorry, beocysteine. Um, so before I go into this article, we're just going to get a... I'm sure I spelled that wrong. Okay, so... Beocysteine is a zwitterionic alkaloid and analog of psilocybin. So it's an analog of psilocybin. I've been looking for this shit. It's been found as a minor compound uh, in most of psilocybin mushrooms together with psilocybin, norbeocysteine, and psilocin. Beocysteine is an N-demethylated derivative of psilocybin and a post-forylated derivative of H-O-N-M-T, a 4-hydroxy-N-methyltryptamine. The structures at right illustrate... Okay, so y'all guys can't see the structures, unfortunately, yet. Um, Beocysteine was first isolated from the mushroom salicide beocystis and later from salicide uh, simulanceta and a few others, you know. Uh, little information exists with regard to human pharmacology, but in the book Magic Mushrooms Around the World, author John Gards reports being aware of a study in which 10 milligrams of beocysteine were found to be about as psychoactive as a similar amount of psilocybin. Gartz also reported in a research paper that a self-administered assay of 4 milligrams of beocysteine caused a gentle hallucinogenic experience. So while Gartz describes experiencing a gentle hallucinogenic experience from beocysteine, this could not be replicated in a mouse model. <laughs> no shit. In 2019 study, which found no evidence that beocysteine produces any hallucinogenic effects, uh, researchers compared psilocybin, which is a known hallucinogen, to beocysteine by using the mouse head twitch response. Upon comparison, beocysteine was indistinguishable. Okay, I'm not complaining. There's reasons for everything, you know? But they, in uh, this mouse study, they found that it was uh, not psychoactive. So, you know, uh, <laughs> I like that, actually. <laughs> Let's keep things on the DL, guys, you know. But without any further ado, we're getting into an article right here about the crystal structure of beocysteine. So uh, if you guys like crystals, I don't, I'm, I'm a nerd. I'm a hippie. I like crystals. We're getting into it. We're getting into the crystalline structure of beocysteine. Tidal compound beocysteine or 4-phosphoryloxy-N-methyltryptamine uh, is systematic name. Uh, okay, it has a lot of different names here, but for the sake of uh, clarity we're in, uh, uh, keeping things easy for me, we're going to call it beocysteine. A single zwitterionic molecule in the asymmetric unit, the molecule has an extra molecular NHO hydrogen bond between the ammonium's uh, ammonium cation and the hydrophosphate anion. In the crystal, the molecules are linked by NH, O, and OH, O hydrogen bonds into a three-dimensional network. Okay, that's cool. So they're just kind of going over some of these 
crystal instruction. Not really much <clears throat> interesting there unless uh, you're kind of looking at the crystal through a microscope and really examining if you have more kind of context for the ways that crystals interact with uh, biomolecules and stuff like that. But it's really nice that they're examining the crystal structure of beocysteine. I think that's very cool. Uh, antioxidant studies of hispolon and its derivatives, pharmacology. Let's look at the pharmacology of psilocybin. This is an interesting one recently published, uh, 2002, published in psilocybin. Uh, the major psychoactive alkaloid of some species of mushrooms distributed worldwide. This is like not really great information in the, some of these articles. So I'm going to, I'm going to hop over to the, um, there's a, a journal called psilocybin actually. Um, and I would like to just kind of check that out. Maybe we'll check out a couple more of these articles. There'll be another good one in here. Here's one that's interesting. Uh, soil disturbance impact on crop uh, ergothionine content connects soil and human health. So our health is intimately connected to the soil and the dirt. Um, and we've been mistreating and treating the soil like shit, just trying to kind of pump it full of shit and squeeze everything we can out of it instead of giving it that gentle, tender, nurturing love that it needs. And so we're kind of all responding in kind, you know, when we eat the food, we're all kind of like freaking out. We're being, you know, squeezed for our resources. Everyone's being worked to death. We have this crazy system set up. Uh, I don't think rich people eat food the same way we do. I'll just say that my bunnies are doing good. My bunnies are ready to eat some food. Speaking of food, I got to feed my bunnies real quick. But while I feed my bunnies, we're going to get into this article. I just had to. Stay active. So soil disturbance impact on crop ergothionine content connects soil and human health. This is interesting. I don't know what ergothionine is yet. So this is like a, a learning opportunity for me. Very excited. Okay, without further ado, ergothionine or E-R-G-O, ergo, is a potent antioxidant and anti-inflammatory amino acid that is produced in nature mainly by non-yeast fungi, cyanobacteria and mycobacteria. Interesting. That's the bacteria that feeds on fungus. Highly beneficial for your garden. Um, all of these things. Uh, you want to have a good balance of stuff. So I'm kind of going off the rails while I feed the rabbits. But, uh, back to the article. So it's produced in nature mainly by non-yeast fungi, cyanobacteria, mycobacteria. Uh, mounting evidence suggests that ergo can be considered a longevity vitamin that can mitigate chronic diseases of aging and thereby increase life expectancy. Humans must obtain ergo from their diet, and it's therefore important to know which foods contain it. Although ergo is produced by plants, it's found in plant products such as grain, apparently because of detrital or symbiotic soil fungi pass on ergo to plants through their roots. Okay, wait, hold on. It's found in, all right. Although ergo is not produced by plants, it's found in plant products such as grain, apparently because detrital or symbiotic soil fungi. Okay, so detrital or symbiotic soil fungi. It's going to be your mycorrhizal, I think, uh, fungi. Pass on ergo to plants through their roots. Yeah, that's going to be your mycorrhizal fungi. So mycorrhizal fungi is the only way to get this stuff into your plants. Uh, besides differences between plant species and their ability to accumulate ergo, how they're managed might also affect the concentration. 
is exactly what I was talking about. So soil tillage has been shown to reduce soil fungal, uh, soil fungal biomass. Therefore, ergo contents in a maize, soybeans, and oats grown in soil managed with annual uh, mold board plowing, which is the most intensive, chisel disking, which is less intensive, or no tillage in a crop rotation where compared ergo concentrations declined in all three crop crops as tillage intensity increased with reductions from no-till to mold board plow of approximately 30% in all three crops. Because crop yield was also negatively impacted by intensive tillage, ergo yield per hectare was reduced even more due to increasing tillage intensity. Study was done, was one of the first to show that soil health improving practices minimize soil disturbance and can directly enhance a key dietary factor associated with long-term human health fucking bomb dude this is a bomb of an article this is a truth bomb guys we need to change the way we grow our food this is fucking crazy i'm gonna drop this link in the article for you guys and i'm also gonna link uh a soil scientist who taught me all this information uh and her name is dr elaine ingham and she's fucking amazing um i'm just gonna put a little bit of her on youtube on well, I uh, dropped that link for y'all so y'all can have access to Elaine Ingham. She's going to teach you how to make compost the right way. Compost is not a simple process. <laughs> compost is an incredibly intensive process, and it can get very expensive, uh, or it can be very cheap. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like as, as far as you want to get into it, you can just keep going. It's, it's one of the most nuanced sciences there is these days. And highly impressive stuff. Uh, everyone's been looking right past dirt, devaluing it, you know, not valuing soil, not valuing dirt. Oh, it's cheap as dirt, you know. Uh, Elaine Ingham sells compost for $5,000 a yard. So uh, her name is E-L-A, Elaine Ingham. And so I'm going to drop a link to her video for y'all so you have access to her school she has like free schools free webinars she does online all the time she is an incredible source of information and so, um moving so on to her talking right now. um the seven benefits from soil biology we talked about this a, a little bit on the first day where now oh. hopefully you understand uh, that it is this biology Okay, so there was her talking, and there's the link to her video. So y'all highly recommended you check out Elaine Ingham. And I think we'll do another article. Y'all have any questions? Anyone have any questions before I go forward? Let me just check the chat. Uh, yeah, ergothionine. O-R, is it still O-H? Sub E. Uh, psilocybin. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Ergothionine, uh, also known as ergo, all in capital letters. Call it ergo. Fucking love it. Um, super interested in that. I'm, maybe we should uh, read an article on ergothionine alone, but um, I'll do that in another science report, I think. Or why not? We'll just knock it out now. We'll, we'll keep it. On, on point, I'll look into an article on ergothionine so we can kind of understand that a little more. And I will drop the spelling in comments, make sure we get it right. Ergo 
Okay. So the health benefits of ergothionine, benefits of longevity vitamin. This looks like a good one. Ergothionine benefits of a longevity vitamin and researched weapon against COVID. Uh, researchers from the National University of Singapore credit ergothionine benefits aiding the treatment of COVID due to its many research proven abilities, much similar to N-acetylcysteine, another supplement that I take, which is also an anti-inflammatory, antioxidant. Uh, and let's see. It has been proposed there are two basic types of proteins or enzymes. Those are essential to immediate survival and those that help promote long-term health. In an article published by Proceedings, the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences in the United States of America, the author calls nutrients that support the latter longevity vitamins, one of which shows ergothionine benefits for general health and fighting COVID. So what is L-ergothionine? L-ergothionine or ergothionine or ET or ergo is an amino acid that contains sulfur. It was first discovered more than a century ago in ergot fungus. What? Dude, it comes from ergo. They discovered it in ergot fungus. That's so cool. That's just kind of like a cool little history fact about it. They were, they discovered it in ergot and it is derived from histidine. And if you guys have never seen ergot up close, essential amino acids and therefore only available through dietary consumption. Back in 2010, an in-depth review of ET, or uh, we're calling it ergothionine, ergo, explained that it was a bit unclear what function this amino acid served to promote health and wellness. What was known that the cells lacking the ability to transport ergothionine appeared to be more susceptible to oxidative stress, increasing the risk of cell damage. Ergothionine benefits and longevity. Okay, so November, November 11th, 2020, the Journal of Nutritional Science published an article written by researchers from Penn State University's Department of Food Science, Department of Michael, blah, 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 blah. In this piece, the authors report that part of Ergo's positive effects lie in its ability to resist auto-oxidation. Once in the body, ergothionine is transported by a novel citation transporter, sometimes referred to as ETT. It's responsible for taking the amino acid from the intestine to various tissues, usually within an hour of being consumed. Uh, the transporter has been found not only to, oh, it's been found not only in the small intestine, but also in the kidney, lungs, trachea, cerebellum, and bone marrow. Uh, the authors go on to say that lower ergo intake has been associated with an increased prevalence of chronic neurological aging diseases and a reduced life expectancy. Conversely, those with higher ergothionine intake tend to have lower mortality, mortality rate, whether from neurological disorders or otherwise. Uh, 2021 study in neuromolecular medicine adds that those diagnosed with cardiovascular disease and diabetes the brain's endothelial cells are highly exposed to cholesterol oxidation. Ergo helps protect against this by mediating the inflammation of the cells. Due to its ability to cross the blood-brain barrier, this article's author further suggests that ergothionine could play a role in not only protecting against neurodegenerative disease, but maybe even against complications from COVID, like the, my, the myo, myocarditis, the, the brain part, uh, brain swelling. Um, interesting. I know there's some brain issues associated with COVID as well. So ergo for COVID-19, other researchers have produced the 
and took more use in therapeutic to reduce the severity of COVID-19, also reducing the risk of mortality from this virus, especially in the elderly and people with an underlying health condition. In an article published in Antioxidants in 2020, researchers from the National University of Singapore credit ergothermic benefits in aiding the treatment of COVID due to its many research-proven abilities, such as protecting against acute respiratory distress syndrome, hindering lung and liver fibrosis, and mitigating damage to many of the body's critical organs, increasing ergothionine intake. So patients can increase their ergothionine intake by adding mushrooms to their diet with gray oyster and white button mushrooms having the highest concentrations. Although in an article in the Journal of Nutritional Science, some scientists have expressed concern about whether ergo intake via mushrooms is limited due to agricultural practices that can disrupt beneficial fungus plant root relationships. Other foods found to have similar levels of ergo include tempeh, chicken liver, oat bran, kidney beans. I love kidney beans. Uh, Pill supplementation is another potential option. Scientists currently researching the effects of ergo supplementation on health conditions such as metabolic disease, Alzheimer's, and other diseases that threaten one's longevity. Bottom line is that ergo as in longevity vitamin remains to be seen. Uh, the future of ergothionine as in longevity re- remains to be seen. But its effects in emerging research results continue to look promising. So fucking interesting. I'm glad I went into that, actually. I'm really glad I read that article. That was absolutely fascinating. I love these shows. I got to make more of them. I'm sorry I don't make more of these shows. I'm really kind of slacking. Uh, nice. Uh, obsolete optics. Got all kinds of facts going on. Ergonomics. <laughs> all about those ergonomics. Interesting. From Ergot, actually, which is so fascinating, which is what we derive LSD from. So ergonomics just for the fun of it um (laughs) ergonomics is the applied science of equipment design for the workplace (laughs) intended to maximize productivity by reducing operator fatigue and discomfort i love ergonomic design like furniture and stuff It's, it's, it's my jam i've always been fascinated with it um i wonder where that word gets its root from but interesting, super interesting article. I think I'm going to wrap it up right there. Oh, it's only 18 minutes. These are so fast. I feel like, I feel like I've been in like, I feel like I've been doing this for an hour. It's only been 18 minutes. Um, but yeah, I'm going to wrap it up. I feel like in 18 minutes, I learned so much. I learned so much in 18 minutes.